Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode eight of Ask Pat, where I answer your online business questions every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by my lawyer, actually. And he doesn't know I'm doing this, but I want to give him a plug here because he's actually mentioned in today's question. And my lawyer, his name is Richard. You can find him at SoCalInternetLawyer.com. I don't get paid for this. I just, you know, he's doing such a good job for me. I want to give him a shout out. Again, that's Richard at SoCalInternetLawyer.com. And today's question is from Jeff. And you'll hear a little bit about what Richard has to say about this question. But he asks about something that's very important because we all do this. We all talk about other companies and other products and how legal is that? And where are the boundaries? So let's hear Jeff's question right now. Pat, my question is, if we do a proc review, do we need to get permission from the company, especially if we monetize uh, that page in some way, like whether it's through affiliate links or advertising? Thanks. Hey, Jeff, thank you so much for the question. And to answer your question, I actually asked for the help from my lawyer. His name is Richard here in San Diego. Uh, you can find him at SoCalInternetLawyer.com just in case for those of you out there who are looking for a lawyer out here in Southern California. And even if you're not, I mean, he's very helpful. But anyway, I asked him, you know, if we do a product review, do we need permission from the company, especially if we monetize that page or have some sort of affiliate relationship with them? Um, and this is what Richard said. He said, Pat, uh, obtaining company permission is not required as reviews, such reviews are allowed as a matter of free speech, even if the review is negative. Uh, he said, uh, I've seen businesses try to raise copyright objections on these types of things, but a review of a product or a service is considered a commentary under the law. Commentaries are a form of fair use of a copyrighted manner, um, you know, so a business would not win a copyright infringement lawsuit. And the same concept would apply to any trademark infringement claim by a business. Now, he did say that one area where a reviewer needs to be careful is with defamation. You know, the reviewer needs to be based, or the review needs to be based on the characteristics, you know, the pros and the cons of a product or service. You know, all this extra stuff, statements like, this, comp this company obviously just developed the business strategy of ripping off Apple. You know, if I were to say that, uh, that can lead to defamation claims and even in, in in these kinds of situations most businesses will not act because doing so brings publicity and attention to the damaging claim now i will say that i found in the paper today actually in the usa today uh, there was an article that said bloggers have first amendment protections this was as of january 20th and you know take it for what it is and i recommend that if you are you know you know, looking for more information on this to find somebody who's an expert on this, to find and seek a professional. Um, I am not a lawyer myself, of course, but there was an article that you could read on the USA Today. It says, bloggers have First Amendment protections. Courts ruled that bloggers have First Amendment protection when sued for defamation. Federal court, uh, a federal appeals court ruled uh, the other day that bloggers and the public have the same First Amendment protections as journalists when sued for defamation if the issue is of public concern. You know, plaintiffs have to prove negligence to win damages, and you can read more about that. But, you know, still, I would just always leave an honest review based on the characteristics, again, the pros and the cons of a certain product. When you start to say all this extra stuff, that can you know, lead you into trouble. And even though you might win in court, depending on the situation, uh, it's just a lot of stuff that you don't want to deal with. So leave honest reviews 
And uh, of course, if you have an affiliate relationship with these uh, these companies and you do earn a commission from uh, from them by sharing that product or recommending it and having people go through a special link, um, and, and even if you don't, even if, if, if a company approached you to review a certain product and they're paying you for it, you have to disclose that information. That's under FTC uh, deceptive advertising and dot com guidelines. Of course, that's if you're in the U.S. If you're not in the U.S., you will probably have other rules. But I recommend that you seek your own professionals out there to help you in your best situation. So hopefully, Jeff, that answers your question. Great question again. Thank you so much. An Ask Pat teacher is being sent your way as we speak. And uh, for those of you out there, if you have any other questions about online business, small business, entrepreneurship, blogging, podcasting, internet marketing, online business, anything, uh, just let me know. Head on over to askpat.com and leave a question, a voicemail question for me there. If your question gets featured on the show, you will get an Ask Pat t-shirt, which is awesome. And uh, thank you so much for listening in. I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to episode eight of Ask Pat. I appreciate it so much. And again, a shout out to my lawyer, Richard, at SoCalInternetLawyer.com. Richard, if you're listening to this, you're awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, of course, I want to leave you with a quote today. And that quote is from Henry Ford. He says, a business that makes nothing but money is a poor business. Think about that. If all you're doing is just trying to make money, I mean, that's not really a business at all. So what is it that you're trying to provide? What kind of value are you providing for your audience? When you write these reviews, are you actually providing value or are you just doing it for the money? Don't do it just for the money. Do it to help people out and the money will come your way. Thanks so much. Again, this is Pat Flynn from Ask Pat. Head on over to askpat.com if you have a question you'd like to ask and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.